Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Thursday, August 23rd, 2018, and welcome to episode number 164 of the WWS Radio Network, of <clears throat> the second installment, excuse me, of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Of course, first off, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, as always, as we always do, we'll be bringing you our wrestling news and views here segment, which is always conducted by our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Represented here tonight, though, by the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Duama. J.D.'s a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also bringing us today here in wrestling history <clears throat> is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is also the first, is, is also, of course, the two, first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio, of course, every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Shoot. Uh, let's go ahead, before we go any further, let's bring JD and John in and say welcome to them, welcome to both of them on what should be a howling good time here tonight. On episode 164 of Wolfpack. It should indeed. Absolutely. Our live video feed here, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming to us tonight from uh, <clears throat> our group dedicated to uh, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, FMWS Honor Thy Frontier. If you care to join us for our live video feed from for Wolfpack 164 from FMWS tonight, you can join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash FMWS Frontier Honor. And also, if you want to join us, of course, as always, through talkshoe.com. The phone number now is 1-605-562-0444. Once again, 1-605-562-0444. And press that, and of course, call ID 138-521-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, in addition to the wrestling news and views of history and birthdays, we're going to rewind it a little ways here for the last few days to the uh, 
to this past Saturday before WWE SummerSlam and take you back to the NXT TakeOver show from Brooklyn, number four, if I'm not too much mistaken. Yeah. And we'll be talking about, yes, thank you. We'll be talking about, the, of course, the five impactful matches that took place here at this NXT show uh, this past Saturday night. And everyone has, I'm sure has got a lot to say about this, about each match. So we'll definitely be bringing, be bringing it out, bringing it out here to you here uh, this evening. And of course, that's and of course here, folks. We'll be also having some fun stuff right there, right after that. So be sure to be sure to stick around here as we uh, talk about some some obviously some interesting stuff here in, in the form of some fantasy matchups, possibly some would you rather's, uh, uh, some interesting lists like we did last night. Um, you never know what we'll have on the table here, but folks, so definitely come come here and uh, <clears throat> come in and come in and have a good old time here tonight. So let's go ahead and get things going here with our wrestling news and views segment, which will be brought, which is of course uh, brought to us as always by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. Of course, King Ice and that by bringing it tonight is the Iceman JD Jared D. Geralmo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? Well, first off, some entertainment news to report first before we get into the wrestling news story. As we previously reported last night, CBS sitcom The Big Bang Theory will end its run after 12 seasons with the final season premiering on September 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. E.T. Weekly reports that the show is ending because Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon Cooper, was ready to leave. After he voiced his decision, CBS and Warner Brothers TV made the decision to end the show. Parsons, of course, almost makes a million dollars per episode along with Kaylee Cuoco, Johnny Galecki, Kunal Nunar, and Simon Helberg. He was likely to make over $50 million, including profits, if he agreed to stick around for two more years. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, I did see some... Oh, here we go. Some sad news to report in the entertainment music world today. Ed King, best known for his guitar and bass work for Leonard Skinner, passed away last night at the age of 68. King's family announced on Facebook this morning that he passed away, however. He was 68 years old. Before King became known for his work with Skinner, he was one of the founding members of the psychedelic rock group Strawberry Alarm Clock. The group formed in L.A. had a number one billboard in 1968 with incense and peppermints. It was Skinner Tower, however, where he had his biggest impact tower. The Southern Rock Group opened for Strawberry Alarm Clock back in 68, and four years later, he joined the band to replace Leon Wilkinson on bass. When Wilkinson rejoined the group, King moved to guitar. King's guitar work and songwriting were major factors in Leonard Skinner's rise. He co-wrote Sweet Home Alabama, one of the group's almost iconic hits, hits as well as Saturday Night Special, Whiskey Rock a Roller, and more. King also appeared on Road Songs for pronounced uh, Leonard Skinner's second helping in Nothing Fancy, the group's first three albums. However, he was not part of the band for one of their defining moments in tragedies, the 77 plane crash in Mississippi that killed Steve Gaines, Cassie Gaines, and Ronnie Van Zandt. He would eventually rejoin the band when the group reunited in 1987 and remained a major part of the group until 1996, when a just apart failure forced him to step away. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as part of Skinner in 2006. Our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family tonight. Meanwhile, Sasha Banks, however, says that she is not interested in working with Alexa Bliss again. On Peter Rosenberg's Open Late Show on Complex by Russell Inkhauer, was asked about working with Alexa Bliss. She didn't sound interested, but would if she has to. On working with Alexa, she recently said the following earlier this week in an interview. Not really. I think if they want to have me versus Alexa, then they can have that because I can do my job very well. The site also, also said Bliss had the following words about Banks back in 2017. 
I've always been the person to say business is business, personal is personal. I will never let my personal feelings about somebody get in the way of business. I want to have a productive match, a safe match, a great match. I'm going to take this company to the next level with our women with this women's revolution. I've seen the things she said about me, Howard. If that's how she feels, that's fine. But we know that we put it to the side and have a productive professional match because that's what we're all about, however. Meanwhile, Ric Flair says he's glad to see Hulk Hogan back in the WWE Hall of Fame. He talks about his friendship with Hulk Hogan. In a recent new interview with Wrestling Inc., Flair said the following. On Hogan being privately taped saying racist things, Flair said, I mean, Jesus Christ, we're all sitting here wondering if there's a spy camera right now, you know? You never know, right? It's a good thing they never put a camera in my room. Beyonce Wendy would be a national hero. I could probably get work for any, her anywhere. I wonder how I'd react to social media in the 80s, wearing my robe up and down in the airplane, serving drinks. I probably would have ended up on the cover of Time. On if he ever had issues with Hogan and WCW, Flair said, People keep asking me. The Rob was being Bischoff. It wasn't me and Hogan. I mean, at the end of the day, Hogan was the second person to come see me in the hospital. I don't know, but he got on a Learjet and flew up here. I mean, we've always been fr- close friends. On being reinstated to the Hall of Fame, however, Flair said the following, I'm very happy to see him back. I don't pretend to understand any of that. I've heard so many sides of the story and all that. I think that anyone who portrays him as anything less than a good person has done an excellent job. I mean, he's been through a lot. Just think about it. His wife was terrible during the divorce, and then there was the accident with his son, and then this. I mean, he's had to go through a lot, and the thing is great about Hogan, however, is that he's still the most expensive guy ever to get out there and sign autographs. He's still Hulk Hogan. They can do whatever they want. If you want him, you've got to have a big wallet. That's the way it is, however. Meanwhile, Kevin Owens feels WWE is somewhat responsible for ROH selling Madison Square Garden. Recently, he spoke with the gorilla physician and said the following, however. On All In, he said... Look at All In. All In was Cody and the Young Bucks idea, and they took it and they ran with it, and they turned it into something huge. In my opinion, All In is the most impressive than Ring of Honor selling out MSG because they did it on their own, and there's not a giant wrestling extravaganza however, in the same weekend in the same town. Those people fall All In, and that's awesome, but everybody gets the benefit from whether that's the fans or wrestlers. I mean, how can you call that a bad thing? It's great. Of course, as we all know, that'll be next Saturday, I believe, in Chicago. It'll be airing on WGN-TV. On signing with the, I think I think that's what I heard. On signing with WWE at the right time, Owen said, "I miss those guys themselves, and I miss the human beings. I miss spending time with them. But being in WWE was always what I wanted. I got signed at the perfect time because I was really sick of being in the Indies. You know, the Indies have changed since then, and I have no idea what the Indies are like now. You know what I mean? But at the time I was there, it was pretty much the epitome of what I have accomplished. What I have accomplished on the Indies, and I was really, really ready to get out. WWE snatched me up at the perfect time for me, and I never wanted to go back. Never want to go back." I'm glad to see it thriving, but it's just not where I want to be. I want to be here, and I just signed a new contract with WWE, and this is where I want to be, so I can't really foresee that ever changing. Again, there's nothing negative about the indie skin this big and people getting to all these people doing special things. It's great for everybody, including WWE, in my opinion, however. Meanwhile, on RH selling out Madison Square Garden, he said, I absolutely don't think it's a threat. Owen said to grow possession regarding the rise of indie wrestling interest, I think it's great for everybody involved, and WWE thrives on competition. It did for a long time. I think healthy competition is great, and I think WWE would agree. But WWE will always try to go out and be better than everybody else, and I think that's why they got to the point where they're at, you know. They want to be bigger, and they want to do other things companies can. They're never going to change that way. The fact that all these companies are thriving is great for everybody involved. Whether it's wrestlers who are up and coming trying to make a career, or even a wrestler that might eventually leave WWE, it gives them a place to go. Look, the wrestling world is changing, and it's very exciting to see. But I think it would be silly to look at these companies thriving. I feel like it's a big... 
Like, WWE is a big part of them fighting as well. You know what I mean? Even ROH selling out MSG is fantastic. It's unbelievable. They're selling out Mania Weekend. You know what I mean? So I feel people should still be grateful to WWE. And I know some people, that's not the cool thing to admit, that WWE might not be this giant thing trying to hurt the Indies. But I think I know a lot of people feel that they are. I couldn't disagree more. I hope one day ROH can sell out MSG when WWE's not in town. And everything points to that eventually happening. And that's amazing. Uh, let's see, some other news we heard. Daniel Bryan recently said in an interview he liked working with Big Cass. In the podcast alert, however, my Sky Sports posted the following from their interview with Daniel Bryan before SummerSlam when he spoke about working with Big Cass. At the time, Bryan said, I really liked working with him. I thought he progressed a lot of the time in that we were working together. I honestly wish him the best of luck. I like him as a lot as a person and as a wrestler, so I hope he does really well. And speaking of Daniel Bryan, however, I did see something else, however. Uh, here we go. Well, are one final note to report, however. The Evolution main event, however. The plans for that, however, are listed as follows. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter is reporting that WWE could main event that Evolution pay-per-view matchup with Ronda Rousey versus Dickie Bella. The idea behind the match is that they're headlined with the two biggest mainstream wrestling stars in the company. Start the tease of this by having Nikki at SummerSlam, of course, Sunday, and at Raw on Monday. Okay. Thank you very much, dear J.D. J.D. along with King NWO, Gerard T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. They're bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's see what John has here in the rest of history and birthdays here for today, August the 23rd. 21 years ago today, not, <laughs> not that, sorry. Uh, the, <laughs> in 1997, WWF presented Friday night's main event from the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago, as there was two episodes of the show replacing Raw is War due to USA Network hosting tennis. 19 years ago today, 1999, on WCW Nitro from Las Vegas, the West Texas Rednecks defeated Harlem Heat to regain the WCW World Tag Team titles. A few hours before the show aired, though, however, Scott Levy, of course known to wrestling fans as Raven, walks out of WCW. Raven's release was conditional as he would be allowed to go to WWF for one year. Also, the show was main evented by a musical performance by the rock band Kiss, leading to the debut of the Kiss Demon. The segment was down as one of the lowest rated, one of the lowest rated show in history. But Raw scored big that night in Ames, Iowa, with Triple H defeated Mankind to regain the WWF title. I know this was the fourth time the WWF title changed hands on Raw is War. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, the last time that happened was in June of that year when Stone Cold defeated The Undertaker to win his fourth WWF title. It's not the only title change on the show as Mark Henry was awarded the European title by Jeff Jarrett technically by, by technically giving Henry his first singles title reign. The show also featured a pair of debuts. Stacy Carter, of course, the then wife of Jerry Lawler, as she managed Jeff Jarrett and Deborah. But then after she would match China and also debuting was and also debuting with Garcia. After her debut, she went on to become the WWE's full first full-time female ring announcer since Mike McGurk in the late 1980s through the early 1990s. Garcia would remain with the company from 1999 to 2009 until she took time away. 
She returned for her second run in December 2011, full-time in 2016 to take care of her father. 14 years ago today, back in 2004, at the Arrowhead on Raw from the Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California, three interesting th three interesting things happened on the show. Number one, The Rock made his return to host a diva search where the divas were going to eat pie. <laughs> yeah. Number this will be The Rock's final Raw appearance until making a pre-taped appearance in March of 2007 and making his Raw ring return in February of 2011. Number two, Randy Orton. Measure of revenge against Triple H by spitting in his face. And number three, Kane and Lita had the wedding from hell. Why the reason? In April 2004, Kane hungered for a sacrifice, and the sacrifice was Lita, which led to a feud between Kane and Matt Hardy, and also Lita having Kane's child. And plus, Kane defeated Matt Hardy at SummerSlam in, in a till death do us part match, forcing Kane to marry Lita. Despite interference of Matt Hardy and Trish Stratus, Kane Lita were married. This will be last, Matt Hardy's last Raw appearance until July of 2005. Eight years ago today, 2010, WWE presented SummerSlam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, 2010. Let's see. Uh, this, actually, I think it would be nine years ago. WWE presented SummerSlam 2009 from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. SummerSlam would be the home of the would, – would, 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 would the Sable Center would be the home of SummerSlam from 2009 to 2014. 14,116 were in attendance, with 369,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, which was down from 400 and 477,000 in 2008. The first match in the first match of the night, which was the pre-show, Beth Phoenix won a 15 Diva Battle Royal with Chavo Guerrero as the guest referee. Rey Mysterio defeated Dolph Ziggler to retain the Intercontinental title in the, in the first match. The Battle Royal, of course, was on the pre-show, by the way. John wanted to mention that. MVP defeated Jack Swagger. This was Swagger's first SummerSlam appearance. Oh, my God. Close Jr. point. There you go. Uh, yeah, I remember that moment, yes. Uh, that, we just talked about that there, folks. Jericho, of course, Chris Jericho and the Big Show retaining the WWE Tag Team titles over crime time. Kane defeated the great Khali. And DX defeated Legacy in a tag team match. This was Shawn Michaels' first pay-per-view match since his historic WrestleMania 25 matchup against The Undertaker. But sadly, it would be his last SummerSlam match. Christian defeated William Regal to retain the ECW title in just 17 seconds. The win breaks the record for the 2005 match between Chris Benoit and Orlando Jordan, where Benoit won the U.S. title over Orlando, and then the record tied four years later when Randy Orton cashed his money in the bank against Daniel Bryan to win the WWE title. Speaking of Randy Orton, Orton defeated John Cena to retain the WWE title. And CM Punk defeated Jeff Hardy in the TLC this will be the third time the World title changed hands at SummerSlam. This will be Jeff Hardy's last SummerSlam appearance until, until 2017. After the match, The Undertaker made his return to attack CM, to attack CM Punk. <clears throat> this was for Undertaker's first appearance since April of 2009. Seven, seven years ago, 
uh, today, and uh, John's got a non-wrestling-related uh, piece of history here. Seven years ago today, 2011, and non-wrestling-related, John says, an earthquake near John's neck of the woods struck Mineral, Virginia. It was a magnitude 5.8. Yes, it was a magnitude 5.8, and it struck at 1.51 p.m. John says he was in college at the time, and he said, and and then, and of course, John said he'll talk about more about it in just a minute. He's going to move. He's going to move on here to uh, to another moment. He'll come back to that to that part in just one second. <coughs> Three years ago today, which we put it at 2015, WWE presented SummerSlam from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. This would be the first of four times SummerSlam would be hosted in Brooklyn. Sheamus defeated Randy Orton. This will be Randy's last pay-per-view appearance until Battleground 2016 and his last pay-per-view match until SummerSlam 2016. The New Day defeated the primetime players, the Lucha Dragons, and the Los Matadores to regain the WWE Tag Team titles in a fatal four-way match. The win made the New Day the longest-reigning tag team champions. After their victory, they held on to the titles, and also they were being drafted over to Raw. They kept the titles for the longest amount of time in December of 2016. Until December of 2016. Dolph Ziggler and Rusev fought to a double countout. Oh, yes, I remember this one. Stephen Amell, of course, uh, from Arrow and Neville defeated Stardust and Wade Barrett. This would be Stardust and Wade Barrett's final SummerSlam appearances. And also the first time that a celebrity wrestled at SummerSlam as well. Uh, right back. Sorry about, sorry about that. Um, Ryback defeated The Big Show and The Miz to retain the Intercontinental title. This would be Ryback's last SummerSlam appearance. Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose defeated the team of Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper in a tag team match. And John still is still typing away here, folks. Seth Rollins defeated John Cena to retain the WWE World Heavyweight title. Also won the WWE United States title with interference from John Stewart. Yes, I remember this as well. Paige, Charlotte, and Becky defeated the Bella Twins and Alicia Fox. Team BAD, which consisted of Naomi, Tamina, and Sasha Banks. This would be Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch's, and Charlotte's first SummerSlam appearance. Kevin Owens defeated Cesaro. This would be KO's first SummerSlam appearance. Wait just a second here, folks. John is still typing up a few more. Here. 
And in the main event, The Undertaker defeated Brock Lesnar to avenge his WrestleMania 30 loss. This was The Undertaker's first SummerSlam appearance since 2010. His first SummerSlam, SummerSlam match since 2008 when he wrestled Edge and Hell in the Cell. Lesnar excuse me, was thought to have originally won the match after making The Undertaker tap out for the Kimura lock, but the bell rang. As soon as Brock was celebrating, Taker snuck up behind Brock, delivering a low blow and using Hill's gate to, to Brock, making Brock submit, not before Brock flipped Taker off. Now John said he's going to talk about the the uh, what he was talking about before about the uh, earthquake in Virginia. So let's see what we have right here. John says, okay, the earthquake occurred in the Virginia, occurred in the Virginia seismic zone located in the Piedmont region, the Virginia Piedmont area, which technically, guys, in North Carolina, that's where, where that's the part of North Carolina where I live, by the way. They call it the Piedmont. It was part of the continental collisions that formed. We're standing by, but John's still still trying to get it all straightened up here, folks. So bear with us here for just for just one second here.
Here we go. Sorry for that delay there. John was just trying to get it all straightened out here. John said that this was a process that started. And while John finishes getting that out, let me go ahead. We do have someone now coming in on the line. He is, of course, a 2017 Hall of Famer. Also, What's of course, the WWF stands for? Walk with Fonzie. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, also, he's a WCWS <laughs> radio contributor. And he's also known as the Heartbreak Kid in the radio network circles. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we know his name then, as he just now said. You got to think back to that 60s sitcom, Happy Days, when one of the central characters went a little something just like this. He went, went A. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as he did so uh, eloquently put it, it is Fonzie. Yet, ladies and gentlemen, now. Coming in on the line here for Wolfpack number 164, and we do welcome Fonzie this evening. Fonzie, welcome. How you doing, Chad? JD, uh, how you doing? Can't, can't complain. Thursday night, night for the first yeah. game of the season. You're pretty well. You watching the brownie pants? No, but I did hear Tyrod Taylor went down with his shoulder. Yeah. That's what was big, my, I don't know. I don't know. It might be a sprain. It might be a sprain, they think. Like, not yeah. Sure yeah. This was a process that started during the, let's see, Ordo Vacanian period with the Tatonic O-R-O-G-E-N-Y and finished during the Carboniferous period with the Alleghenian Origines. That's the best way I can pronounce that word. The reverse faults formed during the various Origines were partly reactivated as normal faults in the extension during the Mesozoic era. He is going all the way back. As the supercontinent Pangaea broke apart during the Cenozoic era, compression from the opening—forget uh, the compression. Mm, excuse me, compression from the opening and spreading of the Atlantic has caused some of these structures to be reactivated in a reverse sense. The earthquake's epicenter lies in the surface traces of two structures: the Spotsylvania Fault, a southeast dipping zone of high ductile strain, and the Chapawamsic Fault, a thrust fault. The earthquake's focal mechanism shows reverse slip fault faulting on the north and northeast striking fault plane. The spatial dis distribution of aftershocks showed that the cause of the fault dips into the southeast at 50 to 55 degrees. There was no surface faulting associated with the earthquake. The size of the rupture is, 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 is as yet uncalculated. 
Uh, similar quakes have been caused by subject around thought segments that are 5 to 15 kilometers long. After the earthquake, several websites speculated about whether hydraulic uh, fracturing or fracking for natural gas production could have caused or contributed to the earthquake. There were not there was there were not any fracking operations in Virginia at the time of the quake. The nearest fracking was occurring in the Marcellus Shale in West Virginia. And ladies and gentlemen, just in case you know John, what John is talking about here is that three years ago today, and JD says he also remembers this as well, um, that a earthquake occurred up around his part of Virginia, around John's part of Virginia, and he was telling us all about. Numerous aftershocks would continue after the main tremor. The first occurred 12 hours of the main shock, a magnitude 2.5. Shock occurred just after midnight on August 25, 2011. This was before a hurricane was about to hit. And this hurricane was called Hurricane Irene. I remember, I remember this hurricane, yes. That's a lie. Saying hurricane. Okay, yeah. Uh, she blow. Okay. A 4.5 struck many residents in Northern Virginia and also Washington, D.C. as well. I'm surprised it didn't hit the White House. Obama would have fallen right through crack. Oh. <laughs> no. And also it was felt in New England, Georgia, and Illinois. Wow. So north, west, and south. Scientists have known that the difference between seismic shaking in East North America versus Western North America is due to part in the geologic structure and rock properties that allow seismic waves in the East to travel farther without weakening. But during November 2012, uh, sorry about that. I was I was still reading that. The, the USGS announced that recent research showed that earthquakes shaking in the eastern United States can travel much farther and cause damage over larger areas than previously thought. USGS scientists found that the Virginia earthquake caused landslides at distances four times farther and over an area 20 times larger than previous research had shown. USGS director Marsha McNutt Says, said this, scientists are confirming with empirical data what more than excuse me, 50 million people in the, let's see, in the eastern U.S. experienced firsthand. This was one powerful earthquake calibrating the distance over which landslides, landslides occur. They also help us reach back into the geologic record to look for evidence of past major earthquakes from the Virginia seismic zone. The USGS found that the farthest landslide from the 2011 Virginia earthquake was 150 miles or 240 kilometers from the epicenter. This is by far the greatest landslide distance record from any magnitude, any other earthquake of similar magnitude. Previous studies of world, 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 worldwide earthquakes indicated that landslides occurred no farther than 36 miles or 58 kilometers from the epicenter of a magnitude 5.8 earthquake. The study suggested that the added information about East Coast earthquakes may prompt the revision of equations that predict ground shaking. What makes this what makes this new study so unique is that it provides direct observational evidence from the largest earthquake to occur in more than 100 years in the eastern United States. Now that we know more 
about the power of East Coast earthquakes. Equations that predict ground shaking might need to be revised. In addition to the great landslide distances reported, the landslides from the 2011 Virginia earthquake occurred in an area 20 times larger than expected from studies of worldwide earthquakes. Scientists plotted the landslide locations that were farthest out and then calculated from the area enclosed by those landslides. The observed landslides from the Virginia earthquake enclosed an area of about 33,400 kilometers squared or 12,900 square miles, while previous studies indicated an expected area of about 1,500 kilometers squared or 580 square miles from an earthquake of similar magnitude. It is estimated that approximately one-third of the U.S. population might felt the earthquake more than any other earthquake in U.S. history. People in certain areas of Pennsylvania, however, did not feel the earthquake at all, despite being relatively close to the epicenter. About 148,000 people reported their, their ground-shaking experiences caused by the earthquakes on the USGS Did You Feel It website. Tremors from the Virginia earthquake were felt as far south as Atlanta, Georgia, and as far north as Quebec City, Quebec, and as far west as Illinois, and as far east as Fredericton, New Brunswick, with damage reported as far away as Brooklyn, New York. Although earthquakes in the central U.S. are substantially less than frequent in the western U.S., they are typically felt over a much broader region. East of the Rocky Mountains, an earthquake can be felt over an area as much as 10 times larger than a similar magnitude earthquake on the West Coast. Western rock is relatively young, therefore it absorbs much of the shaking caused by earthquakes. Hence, Western earthquakes result in intense shaking close to the epicenter, but fade more quickly the further the earthquakes travel. In the eastern United States, the rock is much older and earthquake energy can therefore spread further and have a greater impact. A magnitude 5.5 eastern U.S. earthquake can usually be felt as far as 300 miles or 483 kilometers from its origin and sometimes cause damage far away as 25 miles or 40 kilometers. The relatively shallow depth of this earthquake also contributed to its widespread effects. Good Lord Almighty, John. Soon after the earthquake, the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration ordered a ground stop along the east coast, causing some flight delays. The air traffic control tower at JFK International Airport was evacuated. 26 flights were delayed at several airports, including JFK, Newark Liberty International Airport, Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport, Dallas National International Airport, Richmond International Airport, and Philadelphia International Airport. At Ronald Reagan National Airport, ceiling tiles fell in one terminal and flights were halted. A huge increase of cell phone calls immediately after the event congested the AT&T. Verizon, Wireless, Sprint, Nextel, T-Mobile, USA, and Frontier Communications Networks. <clears throat> Hold on. Crap, I just, okay. Uh, in the mid-Atlantic region, causing disruptions and loss of service for as much as an hour after the earthquake. The epicenter of the earthquake was in Louisa County, Virginia, where damage was greatest, and several minor injuries occurred. The town of Mineral, located five miles north-northeast from the earthquake's epicenter, reported the collapse of two buildings, as well as minor, minor damage to several other structures, including the collapse of the ceiling in its town hall. Only minor injuries were reported, including the hospitalization of several people reporting chest pains related to the stress of the experience. Fallen chimneys and other structural damage to buildings were also reported in Louisa, the county seat. The Gaboa Christian Church in Cuckoo, that's the name of a city, I'm not kidding, was heavily damaged and rendered uh, unusable. At Louisa County High School, center blocks fell in classrooms and cracks were seen in walls. Six students had minor injuries. 
Louisa County schools were closed on August 24th while engineers assessed damage to school buildings. High school and Thomas Jefferson Elementary were closed for the remainder of the school year. Inspection revealed that 65 homes sustained major or severe damage. 125 homes experienced mild to moderate damage. Dam damage in the county was estimated at 80.6 million, of which 63.8 million was from was from damage to public school buildings and 14.4 million was from damage to residences. To allow them to request state aid. Multiple reactor sensors at the North Anna Nuclear Generating Station, located 10 miles northeast of the epicenter, detected a slight power reduction as a result of vibrations in the reactor or monitoring devices. This caused the two nuclear reactors to shut down on microseconds before offsite power was lost. Nuclear Regulatory Commission sent additional inspectors to the Virginia plant after preliminary measurements suggested that the ground shook more than the two reactors. Uh, were designed to handle. The, were designed to handle. The damage was minimal, and the NRC advised that further inspection should not be carried to mean that the plant was not safe. After a twenty-one million dollar inspection, say that the only found causes of damage. In the level two thousand eleven, the NRC gave us approval for restarting the reactors. In Charlottesville, about twenty-seven miles west of the epicenter, a gas leak closed several streets, including West Main Street. Some employees in the Pentagon in Spotsylvania County, the August 24th opening of public schools was delayed while damage to buildings was assessed. Six patients were treated at the Spotsylvania Regional Medical Center for minor Several buildings in Culpeper, about 37 miles north of the epicenter, sustained structural damage. The brick facade of the Levy Building, built during 1848, collapsed, and the building was condemned and demolished. The walls of Saint Stephen's, Saint Stephen's Episcopal Church, constructed during 1821, buckled and were deemed unsafe by town officials. Another church, Culpeper Baptist Church, built during 1864, 1894. I'm sorry, lost its chimney. Schools in Culpeper County delayed their schools August 24th opening to assess damage to buildings. Uh, two, two minor earthquakes, two minor earthquake injuries were reported by the Culpeper Regional Hospital. Damage in Culpeper was estimated at $10 million. In Fredericksburg, about 37 miles northeast of the epicenter, the Dickinson Building on the campus of Germania Community College was deemed and The whole college was closed until alternative classrooms could be found, reopening on September the 6th. Also in Fredericksburg, a gas leak led to the evacuation of homes and businesses in a two-block radius. Officials estimated the damage total around $711,000. In Prince William County, approximately 59 miles north of the epicenter, damage to the dam for Lake Jackson was documented by officials in May 2012. Though local residents had noticed lower water levels in the lake by, in 2011, most of the of the water in the lake was released to relieve pressure. The dam will be rehabilitated at a cost of approximately $900,000. In Arlington County, a burst pipe flooded two corridors of the Pentagon. Employees, many of whom left the building when the earthquake was felt, were alerted to the flood by an alarm system that was installed after the September 11th attacks. Arlington House, the Robert E. Lee Memorial in Arlington National Cemetery experienced significant damage when the quake shifted the structure's back wall by a quarter of an inch, producing large cracks in the plaster requirement of the house's back hallway and second floor. The county's Thomas Jefferson Theater, home to a municipal auditorium, Several community theater groups closed for 
closed for several months due to damage to its stage area, including the shift of the masonry bearing walls and supports for its fly gallery. Alexandria City Hall and other historic buildings. Two spare replacement panels of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial that were stored at Quantico Marine Base were knocked down and shattered. The White House, the Capitol, and other buildings were evacuated. The afternoon traffic rush hour was affected with some traffic lights inoperative, and the Washington Metro Systems trains uh, operated at reduced speeds while tracks and tunnels were inspected. District of Columbia public schools were shut down the day after inspections were of the schools were conducted. A National Park Service, Service spokesperson reported that surveys revealed cracks near the top of the Washington Monument. John, how much more of this is there? The world's tallest storm. Yeah, really, John. <laughs> the earthquake severely damaged three of the four pinnacles. Cracks on flying buttresses and cause additional damage. As the cathedral's insurance policy did not cover earthquake damage, yeah. cathedral officials stated that they would need to raise millions of dollars. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we're going to read any more of this, uh, John. Um, we 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 uh, we 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 actually, uh, uh, yeah. So, and John said he don't see any birthdays. Um, and John said he didn't see any birthdays. So I see for the history of birthdays. And and John says we're just going to go ahead and stop it. So. So on all folks, like I said, that was a very powerful earthquake. That's pretty, and there, there's definitely a lot more. And John, you get posted in one of the, some of the pages if you wish, please, and and so that way everybody else can read it. So, so, but all in all, folks, you can just simply tell there was a lot of damage that took place there. And JD, thank you very much, sir, sir, for the rest of the news and views here for tonight. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight five two one pound. This is episode 164 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, August 23rd, 2018. Uh, Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared Gerald the Human Surplus Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with you this evening. All right, guys, as we, of course, have been talking about all week long, of course, it has been a very eventful week here, of course, here in the radio hey, network. Raw and SmackDown, and of course, uh, <clears throat> hold on one second. Raw and SmackDown, and of course SummerSlam from this past Sunday. But the okay. one thing that we okay, JD, the one thing that we have not talked about more than anything here, ladies and gentlemen, is what occurred this past Saturday before SummerSlam. Of course, as the NXT folks, you know, was able to shine the, the shine and thrive at NXT Takeover Brooklyn Four this past Saturday evening. Of course, we had our special edition of WWS Power Hour, where myself, JD, and Fonzie gave. Gave, of course, our, our take on all five matches that took place at this event. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought J.D. and Fonzie wasn't into wrestling that much here, but let me tell you something, guys. They were indeed, as they were pretty much in the moment and in the zone, uh, taking a look at this big time here. So, it, I mean, from what I heard, it was, it was some great stuff here that took place. And we're, we're about to, like I said, get ready to talk about the, the five matches that took place here at, at the TakeOver Booking 4. But before we get started here, J.D. had to step away for a moment. We're going to start with him when he get for when he returns. But I believe Fonzie said something had something he wanted to mention. Uh, uh, I, 
uh, I just want to apologize for laughing. You probably heard me laughing. I was thinking this was like making me laugh. Yeah, imagine somebody blew a spark and shaked the whole town. Imagine that. I was just laughing about it. Yeah. Oh, I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John did actually have a question. Did actually did want to bring one more quick thing up about the, about the article he was just talking about, and he just wanted to ask get everybody's opinion on this. And I'll get J, we'll get JD's opinions here, and, and we'll get JD's opinion here in just a little bit. Uh, Fonzie, let me ask you here. The question that he posts is, where was everyone when this earthquake occurred, which it did occur in August of 2011? Where were you on that around that time, Fonzie? August 2011? Yes. Seven years ago. I'm back. Okay. Thank you, JD. August 20, it was on this date in 2011, by the way. August 23rd, 2011. Oh, was that? While y'all are talking about it here, you were swimming? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and also, uh, JD, uh, John did want, did, did want to get everyone's, get, wanted to get everyone's take here about what they were doing on this day seven years ago when this earthquake hit. Uh, I do have to step away for just one second here, and then after I get back, we will start talking about takeover. So, uh, JD, after, uh, I think, Fonzie, I think you, I think you pretty much kind of answered that question. JD, if you want to chime in on this, go ahead. I will be right back, Jimmy. All right. What's this on? Sorry. Uh, where were you two, uh, seven years ago today, um, 2011, when this earthquake I think I, was either, I think I was either on vacation or I'd just gotten home from vacation, I think, a few days before. I don't remember exactly. It's so long mm-hmm. ago. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, no. But uh, that, that's something. Like I, I said, I was swimming. Crazy. <laughs> well, to give you guys an update on the game tonight, it is now 5 nothing Cleveland early in the second half. Oh, jeez. Yep. The brownie pants. Did you hear the record before they draft Baker Mayfield? No. The record is one and thirty-two. Jesus. <laughs> God. They won one game in two years. That's crazy. And they brought you Jackson. And the funny thing is, they brought you Jackson back for another year, and they thought they think he's going to turn it around this year. Good luck. They're know. playing the series in a couple weeks. We'll see. But Tyrod Taylor, yeah. 12 of 17 for 70 yards tonight. Nick Foles, 13 of 17, 127 with two picks, however. And speaking of preseason, Chad, I know next Thursday we're going to be playing your boys here in Pittsburgh. Oh, Carolina. Yeah, Carolina comes the first of two trips to Pittsburgh this year. Once yeah, in the preseason, no. once in the regular season. Yep. John, your boys are playing Denver tomorrow night, seven thirty, however. Uh oh. That's preseason. That's true. 
but uh, we got a bunch of good high school games they tomorrow should, night. They should be decent with Alex Smith and quarterback, so they can yeah. stop. But we, but we got uh, some big high school games tomorrow night, including six of eight games yeah, tomorrow no. night. That is crazy. Yeah, I know that. Yep. That was where I was. My high school was playing uh, Beaver Falls. That Beaver Falls. Ooh, that's a trip for them. We're playing at home yeah. Butler. However, we got to go. We're home against Butler. But you look yeah, at what like, North Catholic, right, or North Hills? North Hills. Okay. And uh, talking about uh, craziness. They still have the CW for North Catholic. Remember you told they, me that uh, they're removing it. Actually, they're removing the Cardinal World name. No, they did because I saw. I I just so, saw the the high going school to. preview on the Post Gazette. They, yeah, I saw that, yeah, but I think it was before it happened. But I do know that one of the games, however, that one of the uh, I can't remember the one game that's going to be pretty wild, though. However, is apparently, however, that's going to be the top team in the country, IMG Academy against Pine Ridge tomorrow. Pine Ridge, that is yeah, a tough that, uh, game. That yeah. is a tough game, right is there. The defending agent. What's that? ATT Sports Network. It's oh not, yeah, Chad, you're gonna hear that. You gotta hear this one. Yeah, I was gonna tell you about that just now, actually. And you brought a good point, Fine. Yeah. You brought that up. Yeah, the just, locals. One of, one of, one of, one of those fucking One of those twenty-seven years they colonized. Yeah, for twenty-seven years, Chad, the the local uh, sports network here in Pittsburgh. It started out as KBL, and then it went to Fox Sports, and then it went to AT and T. For the first time in almost. A quarter of a century, close to three decades. Yeah, almost three decades. Yeah, they will not be televising the high school championships on Thanksgiving weekend this year. Yeah, that's I been a tradition as long as I can remember. I mean, I grew up Hell watching yeah. it. I know you did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why? The thing is, I don't know why AT and T would do it because, first off, unless they're running into a contract issue with the network, I can't. Yeah, there was a contract. They said it couldn't. Well, here's the, here's, the, here's the simple solution, okay? Here's the simple solution. Move it over to WPNT Channel 22 and put it on there on Friday and Saturday with the games of Robert Morris and freaking Hinesfield, even though you don't get the crowds at either stadium. Maybe Robert Morris a little bit more than the football no, no. But that's ridiculous. 27 years, they finally said, okay, we're pulling the plug. I don't get that at all. I heard that this, after, I heard that this afternoon. I was shocked when I heard about that. Yes, and yes, and I and I and I sympathize and I understand that. But let me tell you why. It's because it's a big name company, and they don't feel that we're bringing any profit. That's well. That is very true because you think about it, though. However, they don't. the thing with Fonzie will vouch for this too. They don't get the crowds down there at all. They hardly yeah, get the crowds at all. Who gives a shit? Who yeah, cares? it's, it's late in the year. Televised. Unless your unless your school's in it, however. I mean, then, and it gets miserable out there late November, early December, and it's, yeah. oh, and speaking of yeah. the Eagles game, how, the thing I laugh about the Eagles game, it's still a close game, the Eagles have turned over the ball four times, and yet they're only down by four. Yeah, I know. I still yeah, laugh I know at that. that. They've had a tough preseason this year. They really have. Yeah, but that's only preseason. Wait, but it's only preseason, only you're right. But like I said, but like I said, we'll see you next yeah. Thursday when the Sears and the Panthers meet. And then, of course, speaking of the Panthers, Howard, we will see the Pitt yeah. Panthers against the Albany Great Danes next Saturday where you will be at 3.30. Yeah, I'm ready for wait. opening day for the Panthers. I am so excited for Pitt season. I am more I ready. Think, I, think, I think we're going to be decent. We're going to surprise a lot of people. I think I'm so, too. If, if, if their defense can hold up, I think they can do some damage this year. And, yes, Chad, your boys, the Tar Heels, every year have it in for us. 
whether it's up there and, uh, here in Pittsburgh or down there in Chapel Hill. We're coming to you guys in the middle of September to start. Yeah, guess, guess who beat us? Guess who beat us? Uh, what's his what's his face? He used to be a head coach for the Dallas before Jimmy uh, Johnson. Oh, after Jimmy Johnson, it's shot. I know who's thinking of Butch Davis. Butch Davis. It's Butch Davis. No, Never. his son. No. Oh, that's no. right. Yes. The main name. Well, well, like receiver. I, I know who you think. Switzer. Switzer. Switzer, yeah. Brian Switzer. No. The last couple yeah. of years he killed us. He killed us on kickoff yeah. returns and receiving turns. But you yeah. know what? Like I said, we're definitely going to have a nice discussion about this on Monday. Because I do want to get into some college. We're going to have a little bit of discussion on college football and pro football talk on Monday on Raw Radio. So I want to get everyone's predictions for the season. It's going to be an interesting year. Like I said, some of the games start off this Thursday or this Saturday. Some of them start next yeah. weekend. And uh, I'll tell you, we, we, this, is a, this is a very serious thing we got to talk about, though, obviously, guys, and this is out of the box. But we definitely got to say prayer to those people in Hawaii. That has just been very, very yeah, scary to watch. Big, big what? storm, like a big tornado, like a big tornado is hit there. I mean, yeah. it is nasty. Well, I think today, I think we're supposed to arrive there today and uh, really hit the island. It was really bad. I never heard of that. Oh yeah, you might want to check the news heard, at eleven. Never, you might want to check the news here in about in eleven o'clock. But there's a major storm brewing outside of Hawaii, however, and it's like a big, like tidal wave or tsunami. It's it's something pretty nasty. I think uh, definitely keep your thoughts for those people yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah. Yes, definitely talk about Hawaii rainbows. Talk about it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that sounds bad. No, that's the team name. They play Colorado State this Saturday in Colorado, and then they come back yeah. home and play Navy next Saturday night at eleven o'clock in prime time. Yeah. Where, 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 where Hawaii rainbows. Oh, oh, yeah, what were you saying? Go ahead. Sorry, Chad. You were saying something? Yes, J.D., where were you seven years ago when this earthquake did Well, like I said, I think I was home at the time when I, I was on vacation. I don't remember, but I do remember reading and hearing about this. This was a very scary thing, and thank God it didn't come in my neck of the woods, though. That was a very scary thing that happened, I remember. I was at work possibly. Uh, so while I'm working today, I was still working there. So, okay, but uh, John, thank you very much, sir, for, for giving us that our attention about that hey, about that earthquake. But uh, yes, all right, guys, here we go. Here we're going to talk about NXT. We go to the five big matches here that took place this past Saturday, and of course, JD and Fonzie could attest to that because they both were going pretty much off the wall here on Saturday night special edition of Power Hour. That was as awesome. <laughs> Both of y'all were going nuts. Okay, that's all I gotta say. And I'm, I mean, that's a good type of nuts. That's a good type of nuts. And it's funny, even before we were on the air, and funny, even before the night out tonight hour, I was, uh, I was gonna say, I watched uh, barely legal from ECW uh, '97. Yeah. First ECW. You, 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 you try to watch the Impact Wrestling tonight? Um, no, but I heard. No, I haven't. I haven't yet. But I'm gonna. Michelle, I know. Uh, uh, Wait, we'll have to save for another night. The beginning. Wait, you okay. have to see the beginning. Okay. Oh, it, was, it was nasty. I'll definitely check it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Chad. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Chad. That's okay. Okay. That's all right. All right. Let's go ahead and, and we're not going to go in any particular order here. I'm not going to do it from my list. I'm just going to pick out one. You just make a list. That's right. The, the, the list of Mr. WCW list. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and you three are all the first.
first three on it. Hey, that's a good, that's a good, that's, this is a good list, though. All right, JJ, let's, let's get your thoughts here on the first match we'll talk about here. Uh, the match between Velveteen Dream and EC3. Good match. I mean, the dream's still not growing on me. I mean, it'll take me a little longer to grow, make, make him. Uh, make me a fan of his. EC3 slowly starting to improve on his in-ring savvy since coming back. However, he hasn't done too bad since he's returned. I think both of these guys still need a little more polish and work, however, in their mic and wrestling skills, but they're trying their best, however. Overall, I still feel it wasn't a bad match as I thought going in, but for what it was, I was a little surprised to see the Dream pull off uh, the win uh, close to his birthday, however, over EC3 like that, however. But uh, like I said, I just think whenever I see him, he's sort of like a flashy wannabe. And then, like I said, EC3 is sort of like the smug, cocky wannabe. But still, for what it is, like, they're still trying to do the best they can. And overall, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Bonza, your take on the, on the match between Velveteen Dream and EC3? I wouldn't agree with JD on that one. Okay. And John says the match was okay. All right. Well, that's a simple evaluation there from all three guys. All right. JD will go to the next one here as all the remaining four matches will have all involved all of NXT's championships here. Okay. Next one, the first one we'll talk about here, excuse me, is the NXT tag team title match hitting the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. Tyler Bate and Trent Seven are a very underrated team, I feel, and they don't get the credit they should be getting, however, but uh, you've got to give it to them, however. They definitely have had some good matches so far in the last few times out they've fought with the Undisputed Era. But when you talk about the Undisputed Era, whether it be Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, who still hasn't returned yet from injury, and he could be back within the next couple of months, maybe before the year's out. And, of course, Roderick Song, who was a great addition to the group. I mean, this is a very, very unique team. I think within the next possibly a little while, however, I don't know how long I could say, maybe before the year's out or sometime before the year's out or early next year. They could make their way to the main roster and hopefully they won't crap all over them when they get to the main roster, if they do get that push up to the roster. But uh, I like this team. I've been a fan of them since day one. And with Roderick Strong being a member of the group too, it was a great uh, addition to the group. Power. Now hopefully Bobby Fish will be back soon. Uh, they just continue to run rough shot over T. Uh, I almost said TNA NXT, and I think right now, how they could uh, end up being by the end of the time, their time is up in NXT is one of the top three, if not one of the top five teams of all time in NXT history. Bonzi, your take on the NXT tag team title match? Uh, I lost this match. I lost the first match, so I was zero for two. I think I was 0 for 4 in this Saturday match as an NXT. But, yeah, it was exciting, you know. Uh, yeah, too bad I was 0 for 4, but it was exciting, though. Yeah. Uh, John, yep. okay, John, John said this was a great match. He said these two teams told, told a story that night. What a great contest between these two teams. Yes, I do agree. Uh, next up here, the NXT North American Championship, Adam Cole, baby, versus Ricochet, GD. Again, two of the best. However, Ricochet is starting to grow on me more and more. I like his in-ring ability. Uh, the 630 finisher is pretty sweet. Adam Cole, I've enjoyed his work since he first got in last summer with NXT. I continue to just 
and Manamber with his work. These two put on probably one of the better matches I thought going. I mean, going into the match, I thought it wasn't going to be. Well, I wouldn't say it was going to be a great match, but I thought it was going to be one of the more, let's just say, underrated matches of the entire show, and people weren't going to give it the credit it deserved. But it exceeded my expectations. I think Adam Cole will get his rematch eventually down the road with Ricochet at some point, however, and maybe regain that North American title. But Adam Cole to become the first North American champion do pretty well with it for a while, however. you got to tip your uh, cap to him, no question about it, however. At the end of the day, however, these two put on a very very unique match and like I said I was not disappointed in the outcome of the year one these two definitely gave me and I think everyone out there exciting to uh some excitement with these two these two guys will definitely uh face each other again down the road at some point Ella Lonzi your take on the North American championship match I lost this one but I think me and JD uh he was like a little bit behind of me. I was ahead of him just a little bit on the matches. And uh, like 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 I said, and you said, Chad, me and JD were, were so, yeah, so like, uh, give me a word. I'm trying to say a word. Give me like off the wall. No, no. Give me like, so excited, like like we're in uh, at at the wrestling place at Brooklyn. That's how good. Uh, like yeah. we we're at our seats, like yeah, at our seats, whatever. Yeah, saying oh shit, oh shit, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but. I lost this one, but this was a great match. So, and John also says that he believes that Ricochet is going to make a great champion. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. I think he will. I think he will. Like I said, I think down the road you'll see a rematch with these two again. You really will. Well, I'll definitely keep my eyes open on this whenever we do. Yes, indeed. Next up here, the NXT Women's Title Match: Shayna Baszler versus Kari Singh. JD. Shayna was a good champion. You cannot knock her. She is tough, no doubt about it. But Dakota Kai definitely had the Bailey in her, to use the term loosely. She had the crowd with her, and she was wanting to make a statement and just be just, I wouldn't say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I would say she was looking to just show that she wanted to show she had heart and not many people gave her the credit she deserved. Having said that, mind you, however, I think she showed some heart, however, Kari Sane was a good champion. Can Dakota Kai be a good champion? We'll have to wait and see. But like I said, I mean, it wasn't that bad of a match. But again, I expected a little bit more. But like I said, I think Shayna will get a rematch down the road again, just like uh, Adam Cole will in his title match. If not, I could see Shayna coming up to the main roster very, very shortly. Wanza, you're taking the NXT Women's title from TakeOver Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Ugh. Yeah, I lost this match. I lost all five matches. Ridiculous. I couldn't win one. Yeah, but yeah, we might see we might see uh, Adam Cole in this one, maybe before Hell in a Cell match at uh, what San Antonio? Is that correct? 
No, L.A. L.A. What? In November. The Hell in a Cell? Oh, yeah. He, it is Hell in a Cell. Yeah, it is Hell in a Cell. You're right. I'm thinking of, I was thinking of NXT, the next NXT show. The next NXT show is uh-huh. in L.A., but no. No, but you're right, though. Yeah, uh, Hell in a Cell is in San Antonio. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there's no, no NXT live show then, right? Not till November, no, but I know I think I think they're doing either next week this time, this time next week, or maybe tomorrow night or next Wednesday, I think, tapings at full sale. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you might see down the road in November. So uh, I gotta say about that. <laughs> your funds. Uh John, your take on the NXT women's title match between Shane and Baszler and Kari Singh. As we know, Kari Sane did come out on top here to pick up her first mm-hmm. belt, of course. And uh, John says, uh, he said this was a good match, even though he thought that Shayna was going to retain. I think everybody pretty much did. Uh, but um, we all sit the bed. Well, four of us actually Kari Sane to win. Oh, by the no, way, I thought, guys. No I, thought, no, I think I got this one right. I think I was one of the few that had this right, I think. I'm yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. You, you're the only one that got a run. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I whoa, whoa, whoa. shit my pants yeah. over five on Saturday. I couldn't get I nothing said, right. I said there yeah. was four people that actually got right. this right, baby. I, I didn't say who. I just said there was four people. It was me, it was you, it was John, and it was Ann. Everybody else said Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Yeah. I got to take an interesting story talking about the North American title match in terms of what everybody picked. One person out of everybody got that one right, got that one correct. And you're not going to believe who, who it was. It was Caleb. It was Caleb. Wow. Look for him. Caleb. That's awesome. Michelle's son, Caleb, picked. Michelle's son, Kayla, picked. Good job. And now, guys, one that y'all are definitely going to go gaga over here because y'all went gaga last past Saturday night. (laughs) Uh, And that is a last man standing match, the NXT championship match between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. JD, let's hear it. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Well... I mean, when you look at the past, the great feuds, however, we've had so many over the years, from Flair and Dusty Rhodes to Hogan and the Sheik to Steamboat and Savage to Flair and Dusty, however, to Magnum T.A. and Nikita Koloff. I mean, all great feuds and all great feuds continue have always been impressive to me over the years, whether they're good or bad. And this one always finds a way to put a smile on my face. They had a great match in New Orleans, I thought, which was a show-stealing match. Chicago, they raised up the bar even more. In Brooklyn, I think they went beyond the bar, however, and they almost basically shattered the glass ceiling and out the door, however, and up through the roof and into the skies. I mean, this, again, stole the show to me. Great, great match. These two have had great chemistry. Gargano is, and hopefully Gargano will be back soon, despite the fact he has a busted kneecap and everything, however. But, you know, we want to send him get well wishes and everything. But at the end of the day, however, you got the Sicilian stretcher who always finds a way to stretch out the limit, however. They could have gone 45 to 60 minutes.
minutes with this match. This was absolutely a barn-burning match. I think we're going to see one more match out of these two before the year's out. However, Gargano has come so damn close this year to winning that NXT title. I mean, he came close in Philly against Dolmas. He came darn close in Chicago, however. And like I said, however... He had a chance, however, before that, however, with Aleister Black. We'll see if Aleister Black returns. I would not be surprised if we see the triple threat with those three, however, maybe in L.A. down the road in November. But if not, however, if these two fight one more time before L.A., Gargano and Chiapa, maybe Gargano will finally have his own. But if not... Oh, you have the wrong number. Thank you. Bye. Better moments of the year. What the heck was that? <laughs> Apparently, someone said, I'm sorry, I had the wrong one. We're back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa. That woke me but up. There you man. go. I'm, there you go. Thank, thank you, JD. But yes, thank you. Bye. 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 Pop on here just simply said unknown. It said UC, but then it said underneath the unknown caller. So there you go. Uh, Bonzi, your take here on the last man standing NXT title match from this past Saturday. <laughs> Thank you, uh... bud. <laughs> 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 okay, go ahead, Bob. I'm loyal. Like JD said, yeah, this was like. 40, uh, close to 60-minute match. Yeah. They could have probably put the Iron Man match on this if they wanted yeah. to. And, um, so they both, they both been made Wrong number! Uh, not again. Not again. This person does it one more. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Bonzi, please go ahead. This happened uh, again. I'll block it. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. I'm trying to say, uh, yeah, they both, they both didn't stand up for a peg count. Uh, I think they should have put this in an Iron Man match. Um, 60 minutes. Because, you know, that's how long this match was. Close to 60 minutes. Yeah, but... Um, yeah. You're going to see a 60-minute Iron Man match. So, yeah. Certainly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely agree. This was this was a big-time matchup. And John said this was a show-stealing and exciting match between these two. No doubt about it. Uh, uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for your review of, of course, this past Saturday's NXT TakeOver Brooklyn show. Let's give you this one more time here before we get interrupted one more time by that unknown caller. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1605 Call ID 138521Pound. This is Thursday, August 23rd, 2018. This is episode 164 of the NWO. Yes, I'm gay. Yes. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> WSWS. Mr. WSWS. Okay, okay. Oh, 
Oh, jeez. Mr. WWS champion, Carl the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, even Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, as well as an unknown caller. No, I'm just picking on this. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Okay. Guys, I have, while I was sitting here listening to everybody's take, by the way, thank you all very much for giving your thoughts and opinions about TakeOver. I have another solution. I have another fun thing to do here. It's a little what if, if you will. And let me explain what this what if is all about tonight. Going with the list so far of the roster from WWE 2K19. <laughs> not that, sorry. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, but I, that cleared my throat out a little bit. Uh, I am going to name two wrestling two wrestling promotions. Sorry, wrong now. Somebody, somebody's, somebody's doing this on purpose. Uh, stop calling, stop calling you little reason. <clears throat> anyway, I'm gonna name two. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name a superstar. Okay, and then. I'm gonna well here's here's what we're gonna do it here. I'm gonna I'm going to everybody's gonna get one each, okay? A different one each time. So I'm going this down the list for what I made from the 2K19 roster, okay? Man and woman, male and female superstars, okay? I'm okay. gonna name two. I'm gonna name two different organizations. Some might be from the past. Some might be current. Who knows? You tell me in your own personal opinion. And only you are going to get the vote on each one of these, okay? Okay. And you'll see what I mean here in just a minute, guys. Okay. okay. And uh, and you tell me which one do you think this person would have a, would have had an opportunity or would have an opportunity in if they weren't in WWE? Okay. Oh crap! Not wrong number. Sorry, wrong number. Stop calling. Uh, anyway. We're going to do this here. We're going to have to do it pretty quickly because if this keeps on going on, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to hurl like in Wayne's world. Oh, uh -huh. boy. Okay. <laughs> and John's saying, "Stop effing calling, a hole." <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, JD, let's give it a try here. Fonzie, John, listen very carefully on how we do this. All right, so you can follow about how we do it. Okay. All right, JD. The first person off my list here is AJ Styles. All right. Uh, and so the two organizations, I said, if he wasn't in WWE, would you have rather seen him in? And hold on, give me just a second. Give me just a second. Okay, I got it. Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling or WCCW? Okay. Which one would you be? Sorry about that. What were you saying now? I said, which one of the following two organizations, if he wasn't in WWE, which one of those would you have loved to have seen AJ Styles in? Was it Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling or WCCW? I would go FMW because he had the experience in Japan. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. So so there, there's yours. I said, but everybody's going to get a different one. Okay? okay. I know how you're going to do this, huh? All right. Fonzie. Fonzie. You, 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 Fonzie, you do understand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Let, let, let's try one for you here. All right, we're going to go for a female competitor for you there, uh, Fonzie. 
Alexa Bliss. Oh my god. <laughs> would you rather want would you want if she wasn't in WWE, would you want to see her in Sorry, wrong number? Bitch. God damn it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Next time it pops on, I'm going to mute it. Anyway, Fonzie, Alexa Bliss, if she wasn't in WWE, WWE, would you have wanted to see her in either? Let me see. Give me just a second. Give me just a second. ECW or Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. John, let's try one for you. You also have a female competitor as well. Uh, Alicia Fox. Would you want, if she wasn't in WWE, would you have wanted to see her in TNA or Triple A? Hmm. Sorry, wrong number. Shut up. And John says TNA. <clears throat> uh, okay, JD. Uh, so everyone knows how I'm doing this, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. JD, if this JD, if this happens Monday on Raw Radio, uh, monitor it very carefully, please. Thank I you. Thank you. Uh, all right, JD. Apollo Cruz. If he wasn't in WWE, would you have rather seen him in, let's see, uh, uh, let me see, give me, give me give me a couple here, let me give me just a minute, um, Ring of Honor or, uh, give me, a, or WCW. I'm going to go ROH, believe it or not, I'll take ROH on that one. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, uh, Fonzie, uh, your next one here. And, man, we keep coming around with the ladies there for you, Fonzie. I mean, hey, the ladies love The ladies, the ladies, ladies love them love. tonight, that's for sure. That's that right. And, 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 Fonzie, you might like this, this costume that we're talking about here, okay? Uh, if, she, if she wasn't in WWE, would you have rather seen her in, uh, let's see, WCCW or TNA? Oh. Oscar. Uh, okay. All right. John. Oh boy, and JD and JD's going to kick himself in the rear. He didn't get this one. John, your your superstar is another female competitor, Becky Lynch. <laughs> uh, would you, if she wasn't in WWE, would you have rather seen her in WCW or Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling? He says WCW. Hmm. Hmm. That would be that, that was a good one, John. That's not a bad answer. Yep. And then, J.D., we go back to the men for you. Uh, J.D., you trying to tell us something here? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been thinking about J.D. Big E. And we're not talking about a Whopper. Hey, okay. Big E, of course, on the new day. Uh, would you rather see him, J.D., in, uh, let me see, uh, ECW or Smoky Mountain Wrestling? 
I would say ECW. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Fonzie. Um, <clears throat> uh, hey, Fonzie. One more. One more time. This. this this a charm here with the ladies tonight. John, you what the I mean, fuck? Fonzie, you can you're getting the ladies tonight. You should be happy, man. There's some good ones there, man. You should be very happy. Hey, it's hey, it's hey. You know what? It's hey. You're getting all the girls, man. You should be very thankful. I usually we get the girls. Oh, I am. I am. I'm saying, Fonzie, you got a good one. Fonzie, you got oh, this is a good one. Brie Bella. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, if she wasn't in WWE, uh, would you would you want to have seen her in? Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Let's let's let's, let's, let's jumble it up here a bit. Uh, uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, I got it. Okay, I got it. Um, ECW or Lucha Underground? Ooh. Or see my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Sorry, Nicky, you can do twin magic all night long. Uh, champion wrestling. Who did he say? ECW. ECW. Okay. ECW, okay. And John actually wanted to say something about the two that he'd already picked right here. That since he picked Alicia Fox and TNA and Becky Lynch and WCW, Let's make Alicia Fox the TNA Knockouts Champion and Becky the WCW Women's Champion. Okay, John. Hey, you you made the call, man. So there you go. And John, you're going to get you're going to, for the first time here tonight. You're going to get a guy. Uh, oh God, that sounded terrible. <laughs> 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 and and John, you got the bit. You got the biggest. I guess you you safely say the biggest draw here. Brock Lesnar. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my. God. John, would you rather would you rather have seen Brock Lesnar in um, Ring of Honor or WCCW? John actually said WCCW. Ooh, imagine him going against the Von Erickson, man. That would have been great. And that's a nice one, by the way, Fonz. And John said that, and John said Brock would be his WCCW World Champion. Hmm, I like that. Hey, Chad. Uh, yeah, yes, before we continue, go ahead, Fonzie. Uh, I have a text from Ann I didn't know about uh, just about a minute ago. She told me, she's like, let Chad know I want to be included in this, too. So I think she wants to be you like... Let her get, you know what, I'll, I'll, sit out, I'll sit out the next few. Let her take over my thing for a few minutes. Okay, so we'll go. We'll go with. Okay, well, apparently, and is on the is on the um, line. FMWS. I did not know this. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our trivia championship series. The Empress herself, Anne Marie Rickenbach, is on there. And my dear, I'm sorry that I had not acknowledged you. And welcome to number 164 of Wolfpack. And Anne, let's give you this one right here. And I can't believe I'm about to give her this one. Oh my God. Uh, uh, and it's going to be a female competitor, Carmella. Oh my God! Uh, and would you like to see Carmella in either ECW or or Smoky Mountain Wrestling? I know I've done that combination already, but I'll repeat them a little bit here. And there. 
sorry, he ran down the side. Oh. oh no, no, I'm sorry. Don't do that, man. And then you scared the living crap out of me. You scared the crap out of me. Okay. Ann says he would like to chew out and see Carmelo in ECW. Okay. Uh, all right. Fonzie will go to you next. Cesaro. Cesaro is your pick. Would you rather see if he wasn't in, if he wasn't in WWE? Would you like to see Cesaro in either Smoky Mountain Wrestling or Ring of Honor? Uh, the first one, okay. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Oh, okay, very good. All right, John, your next one up here is another female competitor, Charlotte Flair. Ooh, and I've got the I got the perfect one here. John, would you rather see Charlotte in, uh, let me see, um, hold on, TNA or WCW? It's like a horse. And, and John says WCW where she could be the number one contender for Becky Lynch's belt. Oh, hold on, that, oh, that'll be good. Yes. Okay, and we'll go, back, we'll go back to you, my dear. And your pick is if you will, the Hall of Fame, the Rose, the American Dream, baby. If you will. <laughs> and would you rather see Dusty Rhodes in Smoky Mountain Wrestling or Ring of Honor? Ann says she would like to see Dusty Rhodes in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And Fonzie, what a humongous bitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fonzie, your next pick is Finn Balor. Would you Finn like Bauer? to see Finn Balor? Would you like to see Finn Balor in WCCW or AAA? The first one. Oh, WCCW for Finn Balor, okay. John, your next pick is Jeff Hardy. Would you love to have seen Jeff Hardy in, let me see, uh, Lucha Underground or ECW? John says he would love to have seen Jeff Hardy in Lucha Underground. Ooh, that would have been good. All right. And John said he would make Jeff Hardy the Lucha Underground Heavyweight Champion. There you go. Good pick there. Uh, and your next pick is JD's favorite wrestler, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah, the Meathead. The Meathead, yeah. The Meathead Maharaja. Actually, yeah. Uh, the moron, moronic... Uh... 
uh, yeah, the moronic blog called uh, Alexa, I don't know, Liv Morgan, the um, moronic hey, prophet, hey, hey. Beathead, uh, and uh, he is also, uh, I can't think of any other good M word to describe as a clown. I got, I got a good nickname. What is it? I know that he's from a different country, but I got, I got to use this one. I got to use this one. And thought, Go ahead. And thought, and thought here. The juicer from Jakarta. Ooh. That's not too bad. I do like that, actually. That is pretty damn good. I do like that. That is actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, and uh, would you like to see Jinder Mahal in uh, Lucha Underground or Ring of Honor? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, ROH US Honor of the Ring, Lucha US Ultimate Underground, and I do believe NJPWS Forever Honorable. Please, please catch uh, uh, post uh, daily made by our own Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. She puts, puts up some reports here on different stories here going on within those three organizations. And to let you know about that game tomorrow, as I was mentioning earlier, between IMG Academy and Pine Richland, however, you know, last, and this is going to surprise you guys, however, they have a 112-man roster. They're the ranked number one team in the country. They've not lost a game in almost four years, running a 37-game winning streak. They have the number one running back prospect in the country, the number four running back recruited the same list, which Michigan Ohio State's looking at, but they have some big ball players, including... The number two defensive end in the country, Nolan Smith, 6'3", 232. Trayvon Reagan, 6'4", 225, however, who is going to Miami. Plus, they have a tackle and a guard. One, the tackle, 6'7", 360, and the other one, 6'4", 325, going to Florida State. Man, that's big. Yeah, they got some – I mean, I, I watched this team last year against – in the preseason uh, – the kickoff class, I think they were taking on another good big team in the country. I think it was either Hoover, Alabama, or some other team. But, yeah, they're coming up here tomorrow to play uh, Pine Richland High School, the defending state champs from Pennsylvania from last year. But like I said, they're based out of Bradenton, Florida, like I said. But like I said, our Pine Richland coaches used to play on Hill said this about them. They're an extremely talented team. There's no doubt about it. Every player they got is a four or five star blue chipper that's going either to Alabama or Michigan or Ohio State. And Fonzie, they got, they got, they got, they got some big boys. And actually, by the way, said she would like to put Jimmy Mahal. Yeah. Fonzie, uh, you're next up here, sir. And your pick is John Cena. If he wasn't in WWE, would you love to have seen him in Smoky Mountain Wrestling or AD's house? No, I'm speaking. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling or TNA? TNT. Oh, TNA? Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, John, your pick is the new mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Kane. <laughs> yeah. My name is Kane. I am your mayor. I am your mayor. Yeah, right. I was going to say that to you. Yeah. I am your mayor. You will, you will follow my lead. You will follow what do as I say. Okay, anyway, John, would you rather see Kane in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling 
or WCW. Of course, he did have a run in WCW, but of course, he was under another name, of course. Um, I can't think about what that was, but it was a long time ago. Uh, John says that he would pick WCW, and he said, and he said, and he said that since Kane is his first male wrestler pick in WCW, he would make Kane the WCW champion. Ooh, okay. good pick there, John. And you're back up. You're back up here again. Uh, your pick is this time is is Kofi Kingston. And we'll do one more, and we'll, and we'll do, and uh, after this one here, we'll do one more for Hans, one more for John before we close out the night. Um, and Kofi Kingston, would you rather, would you love to see Kofi Kingston wasn't in WWE? Would you love to see him in TNA or WCCW? Your friends and your Johnson. <laughs> you, your girl, and your Johnson. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, you, your, you, you, your friend, and your Johnson. Now he cast a line out in the lake with his pole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Ann's kind of thinking on that one right there. How'd you do? I was trying to stop yawning, and it just came out the wrong way. <laughs> he, he yawns out of his high man. And uh, yawning below a fart. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's her. Um, and and uh, like I said, we're still waiting to hear about who, where she would put Kofi Kingston. I do believe I did say either. What did I say? Uh, uh, let, me, let me see. I'll change it around since I forgot here. Uh, <clears throat> would you rather see Kofi Kingston in TNA or WCCW? I think that's what I said. I think I think it was. Not your beauty, it's your booty. <laughs> if you're not down with that, then you ain't good. They really often they, they really often do the pancake. They're doing the cereal. 
They all do the pancake thing. Yeah, I know. I know, but seriously, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, I like what they're doing with that. I think they should. Well, it's your pancake, and then you can can put the new day in the toaster (laughs) or the microwave. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh, Lord. You you two can have a bite bite out of Big E, or you can, or you can, uh, Uh, I got a message for you, Chad. You ready? Okay. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. I'm going to put you on speakerphone real quick. Are right, you there, Chad? I'm right here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, she told me, Chad, Chad, TNA, and he will be a TNA champion. Oh, okay. So, Alex, she, she's going through the funds that she's going through either. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the last. That's the last one for you. That's the last one here tonight. Uh, that that Ann will get to do. We'll we'll do some more of this tomorrow here. But uh, like I said, Fonzie and John, y'all gonna get to do one more piece here before we close up shop here for tonight. Uh, Fonzie, your compet- your next competitor is Lana. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Would you rather, if she wasn't in WWE, would you love to have seen her in Smoky Mountain Wrestling or New Japan Pro Wrestling? I'd like to see Lana in the Playboy magazine. (laughs) 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 Or or in a porno porno video. Okay, 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 okay. I don't want want, to. Okay, okay. She she, she knows all the one hand. The Japan one. I'm sorry, the Japan one. The Japan pro. And, and, and Fonzie, yeah. uh, she has one hammer she wants to touch, and that's who says, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And, John, one more here. Your pick, your, the nerd superstar, is Matt Hardy. Huh. Would you rather, if Matt Hardy wasn't in WWE, would you rather have seen him? Now, he's been pretty much in, in, anywhere, so it wouldn't be too much of a surprise. But I, w- I would say Smoky Mountain Wrestling or ECW. Which one of those two would you rather see him in? I hope JD has not fallen. JD, you still you still up there, buddy? JD. Well, John actually had an alternate pick. He actually uh, decided that he wanted to put Matt Hardy in Lucha Underground. I said, okay, well, okay. Then John had an alternative, and we'll go with that alternative. So, guys, if the two if the two I have named. It's not one that you want to use. You can use an altered alternative. I'll do it that way, too, to be fair. Okay. So John says Lucha Underground for Matt Hardy. Okay. All right, folks. There there you have it there. Here And like I said, well, we got a bunch more to do here off, off, the, off the 2K19 roster. We'll do this what-if roster here tomorrow. Uh, what-if um, rundown here tomorrow night on Revolution, 138055 <clears throat> with our live video feed be from ROH US Honor of Marie. JD, anything else, sir, you wish to add? Nope, but uh, get ready for football season. It is here finally, however, as far as your college and your high school. Absolutely, I agree. 
And uh, Fonzie, anything else you wish to add? Well, I'm just getting ready for my high school. They're playing at Beaver Falls tomorrow night at Beaver <laughs> County. Right there in the heart of the Beaver. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I wasn't making fun of it. Okay. <laughs> no, you know. It, that's where the heart of the Beaver It's uh, yeah. like in the countryside. That's where Joe Namath yeah. went to high school. Yeah, and he, what, he, Beaver he, Falls? He, yep. Yeah, right there well, on the tail of There's two Beavers. There's the Edgar <laughs> Beaver High School. And there's there's the Bobcats and there's the Tigers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, Namath, it is. Yeah, it is. It's the J. Beavers High School. Okay, I'm, I'm not doubting that. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, well, what I was about to say, I was actually about to laugh. Oh, I, I know, I know. I know. And all I was going to say is, JD, Fonzie, y'all might agree that Joe Namath went there at the tail of the beaver. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And John says he has nothing else to ask, so he'll be back on tomorrow night. So he's our left with some evening. Thank you very much. And folks, there you have it. There on what was a very wild night here this evening on episode 164 of NWO Wolfpack. Uh, Bark to you by the heart of the beaver. <laughs> okay. All right. On that note here, I uh, do want to thank FMWS Honored by Frontier for hosting the live video feed here tonight. Also want to thank the Iceman, Jeremy Durambo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, and the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, for joining us here this evening. Also, we had uh, Captain David Spieler join us here earlier on the live video chat. We do thank you for coming on here as well. Join us tomorrow night for uh, WWS Revolution, where in addition to our wrestling news and views of history and birthdays, more on this what if with using the WWE 2K19 roster. And also, of course, our live video feed from ROHUS Honor of the Ring. And we'll have a hell of a good time here tonight uh, on the head of the beaver. <laughs> God, I'm about to lose here. Uh, Wolfpack episode 164 is the is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Guys, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you in the ring. We'll talk to you tomorrow night on Revolution. <clears throat> and as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. And be sure to visit your local paper. <laughs> have a good evening. <laughs> Thank you. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.